present Arthur Lowe, John LaMessera and Clive Dunn in Dad's Army. <laughs> Episode 1, The Man and the Hour, featuring John Lorry, James Beck, Arnold Ridley and Ian Lavender with this week's guest, Timothy Bateson. <laughs> Here is the latest news and this is John Snag reading it. Today is May the 14th, 1940 and the massive Nazi war machine continues to push its way relentlessly across Europe. Down on the south coast of England, in the little town of Warmington-on-Sea, the population are alert to the ever-growing threat of invasion. In the local branch of Swallows Bank, situated in the high street, work is in progress to turn this respectable place of business into a defensive strong point. Pike, the office boy, is building a wall of sandbags around the window of the manager's office, and Mr. Wilson, the chief clerk, supervising the entire operation. All right, now, uh, put that one at this end, Frank. Right, uh... How's that, Uncle Arthur? Well, I keep telling you, you mustn't call me Uncle Arthur when we're at the bank. You know Mr. Mannering doesn't like it. I'm sorry, Uncle Arthur. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Wilson. That's all right, all right, that's, that, that's better. Now, uh, uh, put that one over there. <laughs> Are the Germans very tall? I mean, they're not short like Japanese, are they? I really have no idea. Why? Well, well, Mr. Manning said he wanted this up to eye level. But I don't really know what height a German's eye is. <laughs> well, I think you'll find that Mr. Manning meant our eye level. Oh. Well, I think he might have said so. I'm not a mind reader. Morning, sir. Morning, sir. Oh, here's Mr. Manning now. Morning, Dick Vip. Good morning, sir. Morning, Wilson. Oh, good morning, sir. Ah, the defences are coming along nicely, I see. Mm. We should soon have it finished. Oh, I don't know. These sandbags are ever so heavy. Yes, we've got to move on. Well, it's the sand being wet, you see. If you'd have let me wait for the tide to go out, they would have been much easier to carry. <laughs> I don't mind that, Pike. So stop those jelly bullets. Now, don't hang about. I'm going as quick as I can, sir. Yes, Wilson. These sandbags should give us quite good protection. Mm. We can mount the machine gun on the top. Uh, there's just one thing, sir. What's that? We haven't got a machine gun. Why do you always have to raise obstacles, Wilson? <laughs> By the way, have you seen the morning papers? Look at this. Germans advance 50 miles. It doesn't look too good, does it, sir? I can assure you that it's all part of our master plan to lure them into a trap. The Germans will never break through the Maginot line. It's impregnable. Well, haven't you heard, sir? It was on the wireless just before I left. The Germans have reached Holland. Good Lord. How does they do that? I could have sworn they'd never break through the Maginot Line. You're quite right, sir. They didn't. Ah, uh -huh. I thought not. <laughs> I'm pretty shrewd judge of these matters, you know. <laughs> they went round the side. Ah. <laughs> That's a typical shabby Nazi trick. Just shows you the sort of people we're up against, Wilson. Yes, most unreliable, sir. One's obviously got to be prepared for anything. Well, we've got an excellent field of fire from this window, sir. It covers the entire high street. Yes, yes, I think we can safely say that Hitler's parachutists will be dead as mutton. Anywhere from Stead and Simpson to Timothy White's. <laughs> we'll be able to extend our line of fire as far as the Pier Pavilion. As soon as that blasted woman gets out of the telephone box. Yes, well, uh, that'll be Mrs. Hoskins calling her sister in Colchester. She only ever takes three minutes. Oh, well, let's hope that Hitler will stay his hand until Mrs. Hoskins gets the pips. <laughs> well, let's hope he waits until we get a machine gun. Don't have any of that defeatist talk here, Wilson. Exactly that sort of attitude that has got us into the mess we're in today. Ah, Pike. That's the last sandbag, sir. What do you mean, the last one? That wall's not nearly high enough. I'm sorry, there's no more sand. Nonsense. The beach is full of it. Well, perhaps we can uh, wait until low tide, then, and, and get some more. Time is not on our side, Wilson. 
At any moment, hordes of jerry parachutists may drop from the clouds. And be using all sorts of disguises, you know. Oh, yeah. A whole platoon of them could dress up as nuns and make their headquarters in that church across the high street and you wouldn't even notice. Well, I think I, I would say, you know, that that's the Presbyterian chapel. <laughs> Good heavens, look at the time, Wilson. Anthony Eden is going to make an important announcement in five minutes. Mm. <clears throat> it's about home defence. Turn the wireless on. Well, that's a bit difficult, sir. Oh, really? But what's difficult about it? Well, we haven't got a wireless set, sir. Oh. <coughs> well, come on, then. We'll have to go over to Elliot's radio stores. We can hear it there. All right, Good morning, sir. Can I help you? Yes, turn the wireless on at once. Well, certainly, sir. Which one would you like to hear? Oh, I don't care. Anyone will do. Well, uh, what about this model, sir? The uh, Dalsitone. Six pounds ten, or if you like, ten shillings down, and half a crown a week for 52 weeks. <laughs> well, that sounds awfully reasonable. You'll be quiet. <laughs> Just turn it on, will you? Very well, sir. What's the matter with it? It's not working. It's not working. Really, sir, there's no need to knock it about. It has to warm up, you know. Since the war began, the government have received countless inquiries from men of all ages. This is it, Wilson. Oh, yes, yes. It's a lovely tone, don't you think? Oh, shut up. (laughs) And who wish to do something for the defence of their country. Well, now is your opportunity. We want large numbers of such men between the ages of 17 and 65. Come forward now. Hardly worth your Not joining, is it, sir? You'll be quiet. Don't be sure. There will be no need for any volunteer to abandon his present occupation. Well, that seems perfectly clear. Oh, yes, sir. And it's even better for music, especially yeah. if you... Not now. But you will receive uniform and will be armed. Well, p- perhaps you'd like to hear another station. The name Do of the you, will you it alone? Which is now to be raised will be the local defence... Volunteers. Local defence volunteers. That's it, Wilson. This name Come on, back to the bank. That's it. What about the wireless, sir? Don't you want to buy it? Buy it? Don't be ridiculous. Come on. (laughs) Very stirring speech, I thought, Wilson. Oh, yes, sir. Do you think he wrote it himself? Oh, I should think so, yes. Yes. Most of us do, you know. Mind you, it's a dying art, making speeches. Yes, I know. I remember thinking that at the last staff dinner. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Manring. Not now, Pike. I'm busy. It, it's an army dispatch rider, sir. He's got a packet. Poor devil. <laughs> what was it? Sniper? No, sir. It's an envelope. It's for you. Ah. <laughs> oh, it's come. The moment I've been waiting for. Oh, is that promotion, sir? Have they made you the manager of a larger branch, sir? I, I really am so pleased. Does that mean I, I, I step into your shoes, sir? No, Wilson, it does not. Oh. It's got nothing to do with the bank. A few weeks ago, I sent a letter to GHQ Southern Command asking for instructions in case of an invasion. I pointed out that I held a commission and that I'd fought in the last conflict. In the Orkneys, wasn't it, sir? <laughs> I was a commissioned officer and I served in France during the whole of 1919. I thought the war ended in 1918. Well, somebody had to clear the mess up. <laughs> when it comes to that, where were you during the war? Mons, Passchendaele, Gallipoli. I was a sergeant in the R.A. Yeah, well, all right, there's no need to go into all that. <laughs> well, well, I did. Now, where was I? Ah. This is about the forming of the Local Defence Volunteers Force. Now, the first thing we've got to do, it says, is to appoint a properly appointed commander. A what, sir? Appoint a properly appointed commander. That's me. All right? Yes, I suppose so, yes. And you, Wilson, will be my second in command. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Now, what next? Ah, yeah. 
Means of conveying instructions and information to the public. An information officer will be appointed. Pike, that's you. Now, what you want to do is to get on your bicycle, ride around the town and tell all those who wish to be local defence volunteers to report to the church hall at six o'clock this evening. You got that? I think so, sir. Right, off you go. Right. Uh, Pike. Yes? Don't go without your hat. Mustn't let things slide just because there's an emergency. Reflects very badly on the bank. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, 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 please, could I, uh, could I please have your attention for a moment, please? Thank you, thank you very much. I just wanted to say that it was awfully nice of you all to come along, and the appointed commander will see you as soon as he arrives. The meeting was called for six o'clock. It's now twenty past. Where is he? Well, well, he's gone to the police station to get the enrolment forms. He shouldn't be long. Well, right. Now, look, gents, while we're waiting, can I interest you in one of these watches? <laughs> now, here's a nice little number, 15 jewel, solid 18 carat, Swiss-made, waterproof, shop-proof, and you can't get them anywhere these days. Mind you, I usually charge 10 quid, but I'm going to rob myself. Nine quid, and it's yours. They have got exactly the same watch in Cunningham's window, seven pounds ten. Have they? Oh, sorry, I'm looking at it upside down. It's only six pounds. Now, come on, gents, any takers? No? Oh, well, Excuse please yourself. Hang mind. on, do you get, mind? There's a queue here. What's your game? Get out of here. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who do you think you're shoving? Go back to the back of the queue. We're waiting for the appointed commander. I am the appointed commander. God help us. <laughs> oh, Wilson, there you are. Oh, we were wondering what had happened to you, sir. Don't worry about that now. Look, Wilson, we need somewhere quiet. We'll use that room over there. Yeah, but that's the vicar's office, sir. Oh, I can't help them. This is a national emergency. It's mine now. Come on, Wilson. All right, sir. Pike! Yes, Mr. Manry? Tell the men I shall see them one at a time. Yes, sir. Did you get the enrolment form, sir? No. Well, didn't they have them at the police station? Yes. They wouldn't let me have any without putting in an application form. Well, why, why, why didn't you? They hadn't got any. <laughs> see if there's anything lying about here we can right, use. Yes. <clears throat> What's this? Ah, here we are. Use these. Yes, but uh, these, these are for church use, sir. Oh, I can't help that. Just improvise, Wilson. Right, get the first man in. Right, sir. Would you mind stepping this way, please? Yeah, Wilson. Wilson. What is this? Just a minute. I intend to mould those men out there into an aggressive fighting force. I'm going to lead them, command them, and inspire them to become ruthless killers. But I'm not going to get very far if you keep inviting them to step this way in that Nancy voice. Bark it out, Wilson. Bark it out. Yes, of course, sir. Would you mind stepping this way, please? <laughs> Evening, gents. Start taking out the details. Are you sure you want me to, to use these forms, sir? Yes, of course. Get on with it. Very well, sir. If you insist. Name? Joe Walker. Mm-hmm. Are you a baritone or a soprano? <laughs> You're a baritone, I suppose. I see. Are you signed in the canticles? Well, if I wasn't, I'd be a soprano. <laughs> what are those forms, Wilson? For enrolment in the choir, sir. Turn it over and use the back. All right, very well, sir. Right. Now, Walker, are you prepared to wash your own vestments? Oh. <laughs> oh sir, make a list of the names on this bit of paper. That's now, start again. Name. My card. Oh, thank you. Joe Walker, wholesale supplier. I don't suppose you'll be with us very long. 
Look to me as if you're call-up age. Yeah, well, not really. You see, I'm in a reserved occupation. Oh, how's that? Well, you see, being a wholesale supplier, I supply essential supplies. I see. Any military experience? Well, I know a girl in the Salvation Army. Very <laughs> amusing. Sign here, please. Right, you are. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, any time you gents required anything, just uh, tip me the wink, you know. Thank you. We'll bear it in mind. Ta-da, then. Right, Wilson, get the next one in. All right, sir. Would you like to come in, please? Yeah, Wilson. Ooh, I'm so sorry. I beg pardon. Would you like to come in, please? There's not much point. I'm here already. Oh, yes, I beg pardon. So you are. Yes, sir. Sorry. Name, please. James Fraser. Occupation? Funeral director. I see. Undertaker. And a keeper for Littlest Shop. How do you spell that? S-H-O-P. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> From the look of you, I imagine that you have no previous army experience. No, none at all. No, I thought not. <laughs> Usually tell, can't be sergeant. <laughs> I was a sailor, chief petty officer, Royal Navy, 1914 to 1918, retired. Sign here, please. <laughs> Don't you swear? I never said a word. Oh, you are my lord. Don't you swear an oath of allegiance? Oh. <clears throat> yes. Well, we'll, uh, we'll do that later. But wait outside. <laughs> have to watch him, Wilson. Yes. Bolshe lot, the jectiles. <laughs> Bring in the next one. Right. Next, please. Late, right, late, right, late, right, late, right. Oh! Evening, Mr. Manley. Evening, Mr. Wilson. You know me, don't you? Oh, it's Mr. Jones. Butcher, from the High Street, isn't it? That's right. Jack Jones, 42, the High Street. Purveyor of best quality meat and poultry. Families waited on daily. Don't you think perhaps Mr Jones is a little old, sir? Old? Who are you calling old? Well, you just let me get near some of them jelly parachutists. I'll sort them out, sir. How <laughs> are you, see? Keenness that counts, Wilson, not age. That's the ticket, sir. I'm as keen as mustard. Good, good. Any previous military experience? Ah, now you're talking... Signed on as a drummer boy I did in 1884. Saw service in the Sudan. Tried to relieve General Gordon when he was bunged up in Khartoum. <laughs> Them whirling dervishes, they was the boys, you know, sir. They come at you with a long knife and zip you right open. <laughs> it soon shows you've got any guts or not, Mr. Wilton. <laughs> I should imagine it would. Yeah, <laughs> them dervishes. Those only people ever broke the British square, you say. Not like them Jerry's. They couldn't punch pudding, they couldn't. They don't like the old cold steel, you see, sir. They don't like it up them. They don't like it up them, sir. They don't like it. Jones, Jones, would you like to sit down? Oh, thank you so much. I must admit, I don't feel too good. Not you, Wilson. Get a chair for Jones. Sorry, sir, yes, sir. Here you are, Mr. Jones. No, thank you, Mr. Wilson. I'll be all right. It's just that I'm not as young as I was, you know. Mind you, I can still give him the old cold steel, you yes, know. Yes, so yes, all right. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you very much, yes, Mr. Jones. Yes, sir. You'll just sign this form. Yes, sir. Right, sir. you can. All yeah, right, sir, right, sir. Right, sir. There. There you are, sir. Tell me, anything wrong with your eyes? No, sir, absolutely perfect. They're perfect. Well, perhaps not as perfect as they used to be. I see. I only ask because you've just signed your name on the desk. <laughs> well, sir, you see, I, I, I happen to have brought a pound of sausages for you, sir. Compliments of the house. Oh. Oh, thank you, Jones. That's very kind of you. It's just one more thing, sir. What about my stripe? <laughs> stripe? 
Yes, I mean, I was Lance Corporal for 14 years. I can keep it, can't I? No, no, Jones, I'm afraid not. Well, in that case, I'll have the sausages back. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> no, no, I suppose we'll be, we'll be looking for NCOs, Wilson. Yes. Could well be that Jones's past military experience would be very useful. What do you think? Well, I... Um, I... Perhaps, uh, you know, on uh, the whole... Uh, Mr. Wilson, really I, I nearly forgot there's a little something for you as well. Oh, <laughs> thank you, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I think you'd make a very good NCO, sir. Oh, that'll be all, then. Thank you. Lance Corporal Jones. And thank you, sir. You're a gentleman. About two. Quick, march. Let's fight, let's fight, let's fight, let's All right, Wilson, get the next one in. Let's fight, let's fight, let's fight, let's fight. Now, sir... Permission to speak, sir? What? Oh, uh, permission granted, Joan. I take the liberty of getting the next one in, sir. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. <laughs> Thank you, Corporal Joe. Will, will you wait outside? Yes, sir. About and Hey, Awfully keen, isn't he, Wilson? Yes. Rather loud, too. Yeah. Now, sorry for capture. Oh, that's quite all right. Uh, how do you do? How Name, please. Godfrey. Uh, Charles Godfrey. Occupation? Well, as a matter of fact, I'm retired. I, I was 25 years with the Army and Navy. Army and Navy? <laughs> Unusual, isn't it? <laughs> what were you doing in both services? I was in gentlemen's outfitting. <laughs> Army and Navy store, sir. I see. <clears throat> you sign there, please. Oh, yes, I'd love to. Is that all? For the moment, yes. Oh, I thought I'd get a receipt or something. <laughs> this is a fighting unit, Mr. Godfrey, not a dry cleaner's. <laughs> Wait outside. Uh, and mind how you go now. Yes, thank you, sir. Hey, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, I thought you ought to know that the men are starting to mumble and moan a bit, sir. Really? Yes, sir, getting a bit restless. Them dervishes used to do a lot of that sort of thing, you know, sir. Ah, I expect they want to get to grips with the enemy. No, sir, they want to go over to their supper. Well, as a matter of fact, sir, I'm feeling rather peckish myself. They have been here rather a long time, and so far we've only enrolled four. Well, would it help if I brought them in two at a time, so then only take half as long? No, it's an interesting suggestion, Jones, but I, I think we shall have to enrol the rest later. In the meantime, I'll, uh, I'll just have a word with them. Come with me. The men are paying attention, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Corporal. Men, today you have answered your country's call, and we are here to defend our homes and loved ones from a brutal enemy. I know that you will not shrink from that duty. We have no guns. We are naked. But we have one invaluable weapon in our army, ingenuity and improvisation. That's two. Yeah, what? <laughs> Thank you, Fraser. I want you now to go to your homes, improvise whatever weapons you can, fortify the inner man, and be back here in one hour, armed with whatever you can find. From tonight, we Englishmen... Oh, oh, I beg your pardon. We Britishmen... We, 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 we here can say... Come on, Jenny, we're ready for you. Come on, Wilson. Stand the mental attention. Yes, of course, sir. Attention! The men are all ready for your inspection, sir. 
Thank you, Sergeant. <coughs> yes. Pike, what's this supposed to be? Well, you said if we hadn't got anything else, we were to fix a carving knife to a broom handle. <laughs> I didn't mean you to keep the broom on it. <laughs> you should have said. And I don't want any insubordination either. Take this man's name, Sergeant. Right, sir. What's your name, lad? Oh, really, Uncle Arthur, you should know it by now. You've been a friend of my mum since I was two. <laughs> Wilson. Yes, sir. Yes. Why does he keep calling you uncle? Well, I've known his mother for a number of years, you see. She's a, she's a widow. Really? Yes. She, she has my ration book, so I, I go round to their house for my meals. And that sort of thing. What sort of thing? <laughs> you know. No, I don't know. <laughs> Let's carry on, shall we? Right. Next man. Oh, that's a very smart turn-up. Thank you. Just a minute. Where'd you get that gun? It's mine. I see. Wilson. It, Wilson. Mm, yes. You've got a gun. Yes, I can see that, sir. Well, I mean, I'm the officer. You're the sergeant. Yes. We should have that, really. The machine gun post. Yes, of course, yes. We'll ask him for it. Well, uh, wouldn't it carry more authority coming from you, sir? Hmm? That's all right. Yes. Mm. I'll I think you ought to hand that gun over. I'm damned if I will. You're refusing to bear an order on active service. You do realise we can have you shot. Don't you think that might be rather difficult, sir? <laughs> Being that he's the only one with a gun. Tell me, were you ever in the army? Yes. In that case, you'll know that when a superior officer gives you an order, you were bet. What's your name? General Wilkinson. Ah. Yes. Jolly good. Got a troublemaker here, Wilson. Get rid of him. Mr. Speaker, why don't we take it in turns to have the gun? Excellent idea. Yes. Drop a rotor, Jones. With my name at the top. Next. Who left? Who left that case lying on the floor? I have no idea, sir. Well, it's mine, isn't it? Well, pick it up, man. It's in my path of inspection. Please yourself. What's your name? Joe Walker. Oh, yes. The wholesale supplier. Yeah, that's it. You're supposed to provide a weapon, not a piece of luggage. Yeah, but I, I can't be without that. Well, he's got all my bits and pieces in it. Well, don't break it on parade again. All right, if it worries you. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, while you're here, yeah. how about some silk stockings for the missus? No. <laughs> Well, a girlfriend, then. How dare you? <laughs> I haven't got a girlfriend. Well, I can soon fix that for you. I right? said no! <laughs> Next. Ah, Fraser, isn't it? Uh -huh. The undertaker. Funeral director. Of course. So you're still wearing your naval cap? Uh -huh. It's a matter of interest. What was your last ship? HMS Defiant. Really? Chief Petty Officer. So you said. You'll not be out rank, you see, if that's what's worrying you. No, 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 it wasn't. It's just that I don't really think a naval cap is suitable. After all, we're all soldiers here. That's a matter of opinion. <laughs> that's a formidable-looking weapon you've got there. It's not a weapon, it's a spade. I've got a wee job to do after dark. Ah, splendid. <laughs> Digging for victory, eh? Oh, no, no. 
goes a lot deeper than that. <laughs> it's two for the price of one. He bashes them, then he buries them. Uh, I see. Yeah, Jones. What on earth is that? It looks rather vicious. It's an old dervish spear, that is, sir. You soon get them jerrys on the run. They don't like it up him, sir. They do not like it up him, sir. No, 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 no. See, you've got your old uniform on. Yes, sir. I take the liberty to keep my lance corporal stripe up, sir. You did say it would be all right. Well, I'm... I've also taken the liberty of bringing you a little bit of kidneys and some dripping. Oh, thank you very much, Joe. Well, we might as well leave the stripe on, I suppose. Yes, look after this for me, Wilson. Well, yes, of course, sir. Splendid turnout, men. Splendid. Captain Manuel, sir? Yes, that's right. I'm from GHQ Southern Command. GHQ Southern Command? Ah! This must be our weapons. Right, men, stand at ease. Just sign here, please. Here you are. Wilson, mm-hmm. take the men outside and help unload the weapons. Right, sir. I uh, don't think that'll be necessary, sir. It's all in this uh, little box. Good night, sir. Little box. What's it say on it, Wilson? Yes, sir. Oxford, Oxford brogues, slim fitting, size ten and a half. You'd better open it up. Right. Oh, it's little bags of pepper, sir. Pepper? Yeah. Oh, there's some instructions, too. Read them out. Pepper. Enemy for throwing in face of. <laughs> Range five feet. Well, not quite what we expected. On the other hand, every addition to our armory is one more nail in the enemy's coffin. Issue the pepper, Wilson. Right, now, men, take this with you wherever you go. If you see a parachutist, let him have it. That in the cold steel? They don't like it up a minute. That's the spirit, that's the spirit, Jones. We're making progress. An hour ago, we were a disorganised rabble, and now we're a formidable fighting unit. And remember this. We have one other invaluable weapon on our side. We have an unbreakable fighting spirit. A bulldog tenacity that makes us hang on as long as there's breath left in our bodies. You don't get that with Gestapos and jackboots. You get that by being British. So come on, Adolf. We're ready for you. Who do you think you are kidding, Mr. Hitler? If you think we're on the run. We are the boys who will stop your little game. We are the boys who will make you think again. Cause who do you think you are kidding, Mr. Hitler, if you think old England's done? In that episode of Dad's Army, from the original television series by Jimmy Perry and David Croft, you heard Arthur Lowe as Captain Mannering, John LeMessurier, Sergeant Wilson, Clive Dunn, Corporal Jones, John Laurie, Private Fraser, James Beck, Private Walker, Arnold Redley, Private Godfrey, Ian Lavender, Private Pike, and Timothy Bateson as everybody else. The Man of the Hour was adapted for radio by Harold Snowd and Michael Knowles and produced by John Dias.